This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. Welcome listeners. Today we congratulate our Mayor Grant Smith on his re-election and look forward to an interesting interview about his team this time around. So congratulations and welcome Grant. Yeah, kia ora Anne. Lovely to be here and uh, a new term, a new term of council. So let's begin with the overall picture. So you've got 15 councillors, so what's the age range? So look, we've Palmerston North is uh, blessed with quite a um, a representative uh, council that probably truly reflects its um, diverse um, uh, background. Um, you know, we we we're, we're arguably the most diverse um, city in regional New Zealand, and that you start to see that um, on on who's on the council. You know, we have a twenty year old. Um, we have a good split of gender. Um, it's not totally 50-50, but uh, it's pretty close. And uh, we have a, a great range of uh, people that come from quite diverse backgrounds. We've got a new young mother um, on council. Um, we've got, uh, of course, our, our, our mana whenua and, uh, uh, representing Māori um, and two rangitane councillors. Um, and look, we have um, you know a good spread of um, different political backgrounds as well. So I think um, all round, uh, and remember that you know we, we were selecting twelve councillors on the general role or general ward there um, from thirty three, and there was quite a number of um, diverse candidates standing too. So look, it's um, it's it's been a uh, it's a good selection. And you've had a few weeks now to sort of, well, they won't be completely settled in, but because you've got quite a few who are returning, so um, and they of course know the ropes, so and how you like to have things run, um, it's a well. <laughs> I mean, they they sometimes uh, decide that they don't like that and uh, <laughs> push back occasionally. But look, in all honesty, um, uh, we we. Uh, we might disagree and we debate things and challenge things in the chamber, as it should be. You don't want a, uh, you know, a council that just rolls over on everything. No, I remember in, in a previous interview where you said that you don't always get what you think. Um, one, you might no. vote one way, but yeah. it, you get outvoted yeah. um, it does, and it democratically, does. so that's how it's supposed yeah. to go. And so I suppose what we, do, what we do do differently from perhaps some other councils is we, uh, we don't uh, – or very rarely does, is it, does it get relitigated. And, uh, and that's good in a sense that we, um, we stick with the majority view um, and – you know, unless somebody feels so strongly about it, they need to bring it back into the chamber for a second go. Um, I could count the amount of times that has happened on one hand, and in, in the last, uh, you know, I've, I've been there nearly a decade, uh, nine years, and um, and we also we leave it in the chamber too. So, um, you know, we have to go and have a a cup of tea or, or, or um, you know, in a break or or a lunchtime and we just leave all of that in the chamber. And move on from there. Exactly. So that's the beauty and it's sort of there is a code of conduct. I haven't had to use it at all 
in the eight years that I've been the mayor, and it was only used very briefly once when I was a brand-new councillor by the former mayor. Um, so that means that we play relatively well in the sandpit together, um, and we have a bit of a... Um, I wouldn't say a code of ethics, but we sort of we understand. There's an understanding amongst councillors that there is respect. Uh, you've got to understand where some people come from, even if you vehemently disagree, um, and you let them speak. Um, you you uh, respect that they have an opinion. Um, you mightn't agree with it, but then it's up to your jobs then to convince your fellow colleagues that your opinion um, or stance is better. So that that's and that's what's called a debating chamber. So there. Um, so generally, what is expected of a councillor? So they need to be um, a team player, somebody who listens to others' um, p- uh, views, etc. Um, well, they need to be pretty well yeah. grounded and and represent the whole city. If they come in with a view that they're only going to represent the community or just the arts or just business or just sport or 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 a, or a suburb. Um, they're going to fail pretty quickly. So they've got to be a bit more rounded, and that's where the beauty of being citywide. If you looked at the old ward model, it, it got down into what I call um, pork, um, you know, uh, pork belly. Little sort, pockets. Yeah, little pockets of, um, uh, of, of debate, and it was in the weeds at times, whether it be, um, uh, you know, Awapuni or, or um, Terrace End or Roslyn or whatever it may be. And it just got it, it did it did get down to tintac stuff, whereas we do we do the role of a councillor is the macro level, understanding the uh, the goals of the city and and understanding the you know the communities of interest that are involved in in some of those sectors as well. And I think our 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 team of councillors do that very well. All right. So um, and you have full council meetings. How often? Yes, yeah, so we meet every week. Um, so we're a city council, whereas some of our other district district councils around us don't meet that regularly. And um, some councillors will have other duties. I mean, they may be a chair of a committee or they may be on an external um, body, a regional grouping or uh, another external committee, and they will have other commitments on top of that. Um, so they can be tied up for at least um, a couple of days a week and, and uh, you know, the likes of the mayor, I'm certainly full-time, and the deputy mayor has, um, you know, more often than not, she'll be uh, in the in the office or representing um, council um, or at, at some form of committee um, up to three days a week. You know, so there's quite a bit involved. Um, and then there's all the community and external events uh, at the weekends and in evenings, and that's the that is the kicker. Sometimes it does it. You know, there's a lot to go to, and and Palmerston North is really well represented and. Just about everything, to be fair. So uh, are the mayor and the deputy expected to sort of take priority at those or, or is it a, a shared sort uh, of thing if somebody I, has got an I mean, everybody wants a piece of the mayor, I'll be really honest. <laughs> um, but, you know, there is times when we just need, we do need to um, delegate. Well, you can't be everywhere and all it, things exactly. to everybody. So. Well, you know, we've got, we've got international softball tonight. I mean, we've got, um, you know, we've got uh, Olio Francais, our, our uh, French community of... Uh, got an event on Saturday night. There's 40 years of the Globe Theatre on Sunday. There's, there's I mean, there's other, there's other community events on, and I mean, you just you just have to delegate. And fortunately, I've got 15 other um, bodies that I can do that with. 
and and also you have a very understanding wife. Must a- a- absolutely. Well, Michelle, the mayoress, goes to uh, quite a few events uh, with me as well, um, and uh, you know she does pick and choose some of those, but. Um, Rightly so, otherwise <laughs> we'd have zero home life at all, yeah. So um, full meetings are weekly and they're all open to the public or are there yeah, some I, that are not? No, no, absolutely. I mean, Palmerston City Council is probably one of the more open councils in New Zealand. Uh, um, our workshops are open, have been for some for some time now as well. Um, there's, there's, I mean, you do have sometimes have a... Uh, a confidential part of the meeting that might be one item out of twelve or fifteen that is discussed in, in um, private for confidentiality or commercial sensitivity reasons, um, but that it's only debated in that sense. And then once the decision has been made and it's it's viable to release that to the public, it gets released to the public. In my understanding, ninety nine point nine percent of decisions are released. So if if I went along to a, a meeting in public, yep. uh, in person, yep. rather, um, I would be asked to leave the room while I, sensitive y- things were... Yeah, and that's normally we do that so, you know, we don't destroy people's days, so we'll, <laughs> we'll keep that confidential we'll thing to the last, that'll the, be the last the, agenda item. Uh, yes, number yeah, 12 so or we, whatever. Yeah, so we'll start our, our uh, either a council or committee meeting will start at 9am, um, on a Wednesday morning in the council chambers, and the great the great thing about Palmerston North too, it has a it has a purpose built council chamber. Um, it has a gallery that can you know can seat um, you know nearly two hundred people, and um, you know we had to actually ration those seats <laughs> for the inaugural meeting, believe it or not, um, and had to bring in some extra seating. So it just shows you that there is still the some is some there. interest in democracy. Um, and when I look at you know other Councils, Auckland included, um, Wellington, even our neighbours, they all meet in rooms. You know, not a lot larger. Oh, right. so there's no not room a lot to larger. Move. <laughs> no, not even a lot larger than the studio at times. It will double the studio. So, I mean, we we are blessed with um, you know some good good amenities, and that helps that helps in um, uh, that debating chamber. Um, we're doing some work on. Uh, the IT part of it. I mean, all council meetings are live streamed as well, um, and all papers and, and everything and reports are obviously all online as well. Uh, and of course, we have an electronic voting system where the only council in the, I believe, outside Wellington and the Lower North Island that has that. So that means, um, and I can say this in all honesty as being a chair, that if you do with a, all those in favour with the right showing of hands, you can influence a meeting and the structure of that meeting, but you can't influence it when you've got um, electronic voting. No, that's true. So, um, And all of them are live-streamed, you say, so at 9am. Yes. So if I yep. wanted to yep, go listen on to, the, to one, go on how to the count- do I get there? Yeah, go on to the Council's YouTube channel and it's uh, it's all live-streamed there. Council YouTube, right. Um, and... Where are these advertised so that you would know, or are they not? You just know that on a Wednesday oh, at no, 9 o'clock they're all on and you just no. take potluck as to what's being discussed. No, 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 it's all advertised. So um, all our all our social networks have those. It's all on uh, online. It's uh, advertised in all the papers. Um, there's a uh, calendar will be um, – so council's meeting for the next six weeks. So we made a decision um, at our first council meeting that council would run – Everything right up till Christmas. Right. Um, beauty of that was means we could um, uh, we could ration the work through workflow coming because we knew it. That we knew there was a lot coming 
very, very easily, rather than trying to bed in a new committee structure before Christmas. We've now decided on that committee structure, and that committee structure will come in um, in the in the new year in 2023. Right. So this is what you were saying before that they might be a chair of a committee. So there are sort of subcommittees of the council itself. Yes, there are. They're what they call standing committees, and we, we've we've normally run quite a big committee structure in the past. And the reason we've done that is when I came into the chair as mayor, um, it'd be fair to say that our city vision was pretty vanilla and it could have been um, the far north or the deep souths. It was, it was, there was nothing wrong with it, but it, was, it wasn't specific or special to Palmerston North. So we, we went did some work around our vision and then our goals. Um, and again, the goals were sort of, and this was done in isolation to the, uh, the government's um, well-being structure. But ironically, the two actually matched. So, you know, we, we, uh, we wanted to have some uh, growth, some economic um, uh, committees there. Uh, we wanted some um, arts, culture and heritage in there. We wanted sport and recreation in there. Of course, community development was always there, but we wanted that enhanced. Um, and the environment and sustainability, um, although it's very um, top of mind now, wasn't even mentioned in the chamber. And you know, I got the I got the pushback from a couple of older councillors. Oh, that's the role of the regional council. Well, yes and no. I think it's our role as well. And then um, your your normal sort of strategy, finance, and and audit uh, roles that any any sort of um, organisation would have. Special to Palmerston North was our um, relationship with Rangitane, and so we formed a, a Rangitane Omanawatu committee as well. So we had a wide range of committees previously, and we've just and we had a joint committee with Manawatu, and um, it was a bit of a hangover from the old days of boundary changes, and we just felt we could do some stuff better. So we've looked at those. We had twelve committees. We've rationalised it down to seven. Um, we have a number of external appointments on top of that. But actually, the the work is a little bit of less is best, um, a bit more focus on um, quality rather than quantity, and also just getting that work life balance better for some of the councillors because uh, we we there's plenty to do and there's no <laughs> lack of work, but we just wanted to make sure that um, everybody was uh, working in the most efficient manner, including the staff. So look, we um, we and so these new committees of matching our goals. So we merged the the former planning and strategy committee and the finance and audit committee into one, and we've called that strategy and finance. And chairing that is uh, Councillor Vaughan Dennison. Uh, Vaughan's one of our most experienced councillors, very good chair, um, and uh, he uh, you know has been in business himself and and uh, and is still a. Director of a family business, so um, he was the uh, the viable one for that, and he's his deputy is um, is Karen Naylor, and Karen's a two term um, councillor, and of course well known to uh, many Palmerstonians as the former mayoress as well. And on that committee is um, uh, you know the uh, new councillors uh, Mark Arnott um, and uh, Katie Zabellin. Uh, but we also, I'm I'm on every committee because it's you know I have to be at everything, um, as by um, by law, and then we've got uh, Councillor Brent Barrett, uh, Lou Finlay, um, Pat Hancock, Leonie Harpeter, and Lorna Johnson, and uh, one of our uh, more newer councillors, Orfe Mikalad, 
and William Wood, who's another new councillor. So that's your, that's your strategy in finance. So there's 12 in that. Um, then into our um, economic development, uh, or sorry, economic growth committee. And this, this is the doing of that economic activity. So they look after things like CEDA, uh, the airport company, um, our, our, you know, the, our catalyst, uh, catalyst projects will will report to this committee, like the uh, distribution hub, the ring road, um, our food strategy, um, and also our CBD um, streets for people upgrade. So there's quite a bit of work in this in this committee, um, and it's probably taking on the roles of the former infrastructure and economic development committee. So that's chaired by um, Councillor Leonie Harper, because she's well known um, councillor of um, uh, nine years and. Uh, she's a business owner, so it was appropriate that she sort of runs this one. Um, and again, you can sense that I'm putting the skill sets here together for the chairs and the deputies. And our top-ranking um, uh, councillor, William Wood, um, who's newly elected, is, is the deputy. And of course, he's a, a young person, but he's doing a business degree, um, and he works in uh, real estate. So it's sort of natural that he's somewhere in the mix there. And again, I'm involved in that committee. We've got 12 councillors, uh, Mark Arnott, Brent Barrett, Rachel Bowen, uh, Vaughan Dennison, uh, uh, um, our two Māori uh, ward councillors, the Deputy Mayor, uh, Debbie Marshall-Lobb and Rowley Fitzgerald, Lorna Johnson, Billy Meehan and Orfe McAllard. So we then move to um, our third committee. It's the Culture and Sport Committee. We're, again, we're combining two committees there, the Arts, Culture and Heritage Committee and the Sport and Recreation uh, Committee. And, the, and you might say that's a funny mix, <laughs> culture and sport. But actually it's all around vibrancy, the goal of vibrancy in a vibrant um, uh, connected city. Keeping so, the city alive. <laughs> absolutely. And, I mean, I think years ago there was a was a committee or a, or a unit of council called the City Alive. So, I mean, you're, you're right on the money there, and it is about that. Um, Chair there, the two leading um, councillors that really play in the space are uh, Councillor Rachel Bowen in the arts community, and Ra- uh, Rachel's the chair. Um, and the other councillor that plays a big role in the space and sport is Billy Meehan, and he's the deputy chair. Again, there's 13 in this committee, a bit more in this one. Uh, again, I'm there as Mayor. Mark Arnott's there again. Uh, Vaughan Dennison, Lou Finlay, uh, Rowley Fitzgerald, Pat Hancock, uh, Leonie Harper, uh, the Deputy Mayor, Debbie Marshall-Lobb, uh, Karen Naylor, William Wood and Katie Zavellan. So a good mix there of um, arts, culture, uh, sport and recreation. Then we come to, uh, again, uh, one of our real important uh, um, ca- uh, council committees, and that's the community uh, committee, and there's 11 on that. That's around making sure that we've got the city connected, um, the social glues there, um, the safety aspect of council is um, front and centre there as well, like the safety advisory board. It's chaired by um, Councillor Lorna Johnson, again, well-known councillor, um, very well-known in the community space, two terms. Uh, her chair, deputy chair is Pat Hancock, um, and again, Pat's a returning councillor after one term, but he was the former uh, city police commander, been a, a retired now, but um, uh, in the police force for 44 years. Um, Pat also is the chair of the safety advisory board, um, and works pretty hard in that safety um, space. So again, uh, I, as Mayor, I'm there, Brent Barrett's there, Rachel Bowen, Lou Finlay, Billy Meehan, Orfe McAllard, uh, Karen Naylor, William Wood and Katie Zabellan. 
And then finally, of those standing committees um, is uh, the Sustainability Committee, and there's 10 in this committee. Uh, It's around sustainability, not just the environment, but actually sustainability over all of council's um, activities. And uh, that can be everything from what we do in infrastructure through to housing, through to community, through to economics. So it's just making sure we run that sustainability lens over everything. And pretty well that's what a lot of companies and big organisations are doing today as well. So uh, we've made great strides in this um, in this space as well. And that's led by um, uh, returning councillor Brent Barrett, um, Councillor Barrett's well known in the environmental space. Um, he's a natural lead for this. Um, his deputy chair is KD Isabellan, a new councillor. Uh, again, she has quite a passion in the RMA space, but also in the environmental space as well. As mayor, I'm there along with uh, councillors uh, Rowley Fitzgerald, Pat Hancock, Le- Leonie Harpeter, Lorna Johnson, William Wood, Karen Naylor, and the deputy mayor, Debbie Marshall Lobb. So that's, those are five what I call standing committees, and we've got two quarterly committees. Uh, one of those is the Rangitane Omanawatu Committee, and that's where we um, co-chair and co-share this committee with our, our city partners, um, Rangitane, our mana whenua, our iwi of the, of the land. When you say quarterly, do you mean that reads every three months? Yes, or, that's right, it. Yeah. Yep, and its term or terms of reference are around everything that involves um, Māori or the across across all of our well-beings, but also with a special focus on some of the reserves and, uh, yeah, places like Tomoto Apotoa up the Anzac Park up, up on the hill, but also our, our, our riverway and other spaces that we're co-developing with Rangitane. So that's co-chaired, um, and Wiramu Te Aoyawi and myself. Um, and then from Rangitane we have... Um, uh, Danielle Harris and Chris Firepoo, uh, again well known to most listeners. Um, and then in terms of our council members, uh, we have Debbie Marshall Lobb uh, and Rowley Fitzgerald as our city council uh, Māori members, and then Vaughan Dennison, uh, Billy Meehan, Karen Naylor, and Katie Isabellan make out that uh, committee for Rangitane or Manawatu and there's 10 members in that. And then finally, but certainly not least, is our Risk and Assurance com- Committee. We've we've put a special focus on this this time. It's because of so much reform, so much change going on that um, it does leave local government quite exposed and uh, there's 11 members on this. We've taken the stance and the good practice and the recommendation of uh, local government New Zealand, Audit New Zealand, to have some external members on this committee. We had Mr Steve Armstrong, who's a former um, auditor and chartered accountant uh, from the Hotta Whenua, um, to uh, be on this committee, and he was last year, our Finance and Audit Committee last year. He's now chairing it, uh, and Deputy Chair is Councillor Karen Naylor, who has a strong interest in um, all things financial. Um, I'm on there, of course, as the Mayor. Uh, we have another independent member to be uh, um, to be selected yet, so we'll have another auditor or uh, chartered accountant, and we think it's wise to do that. Uh, under the Act, we're allowed to have up to four, believe it or not, but uh, we think there needs to be a balance there. And the majority of the members um, are elected members. So we have Mark, uh, Councillor Mark Arnott, uh, Brent Barrett, uh, Vaughan Dennison, uh, Leonie Harpeter, Lorna Johnson, William Wood, 
and Katie Isabella. So there's a, you can sense um, there's still a lot of work there, but it's actually less committees, a lot less committees than last time. So how often do these, like you've got the quarterly ones and the standing ones are, are stand- weekly too, are they? Um, no, so they'll, they'll meet on a rolling, a rolling schedule. So they meet on a rolling six-week schedule um, and then you've got your quarterlies meet month, uh, quarterly, so every three months. So they'll, you know, they're, they'll meet uh, five to six times, uh, depending on the, on, on the schedule, five to six times a year. So other um, councillors who aren't officially on that committee can attend those meetings it, as well or not? It, yes, yes, absolutely. So they have a membership, and that's to ensure they have a quorum. Um, you know, in the past, we've made council councillors just members of everything. But actually, there was a call from my colleagues to uh, look at um, that work-life balance as well. And uh, they can they can attend anything they want to. They're allowed to speak at them. They're allowed to vote on them. But in terms of attendance, um, uh, they're expected to attend uh, obviously council um, and they and attend their committee memberships. And look, all of them have, are on at least um, four of those seven. Some are on five. Some are on six. And the mayor's on everything. <laughs> busy, busy, busy. Always necessary. So. Um is it on the council we- website or whatever who those members are, or in particular the yes. chairs? Yes, yes, that's all on the website, and um, we voted on that uh, on Wednesday and approved that. Um, that was all done uh, at our public meeting, and uh, the council website's been updated with uh, all the elected members' details and everything else. So, yeah, it's so it's anybody there. can contact any of those through yes. that medium. Yes, so um, and they do. And if you've got a specific question, for example, if I want to know something about um, a particular culture or whatever, and why isn't that um, on your special events course or whatever, I, I would then contact Rachel as the chair. Is that yes, correct? Yes, yeah, yeah, you would. Or if you had contact with one of the councillors that was either on the committee or you knew, <coughs> excuse me, was a councillor, you know, you can go through them. But uh, generally you direct your... Um, your specific questions to the, the committee. To that particular the, yeah, committee. The particular committee, yeah. Well, we've done really, really well. So um, we've got about one minute left. <laughs> so are you continuing your mayor, Meet the Mayors? Yes, yes, and we've already started that. So, so uh, when is that? So I'm out at Ashurst once a month, um, and that's a, um, I normally do that at a 4.30 to 5 o'clock slot. So it suits most people um, in Ashurst perhaps coming back home or after school, uh, school pickups. I do that at the Ashurst Library. Um, I think that's on December the 12th, um, this, uh, this, this next one. Um, and then I have a weekly one, um, normally on a Tuesday. It's well advertised, um, and uh, and that's um, down, downstairs front of house. So I normally do that for an hour on a, on a Tuesday morning. And uh, uh, any person, um, uh, resident, uh, visitor can come and, come and talk to the mayor. They have a bit of a time slot there and uh, bring up any issues they have around the city. Right, well, thank you very much. That's bang on time. We didn't get some questions asked and answered, but uh, perhaps we could at a later time. So thank you very much for your time. I know you're a very busy person, and as you say, there's heaps of work for you to be doing. Absolutely, Anne. Look, appreciate it. Thank you. Great, thank you. If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app.
support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate.